five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Ah, thank you, Julia, for that sick fade into 2024. <laughs> this is Truth Beer and Podsequences. This is the podcast where we talk about all the Cincinnati-based craft beer media that we listened to in the previous week. We get together at a podcast host, and today we are back at Higher Gravity Summit Park. And thank you, Higher Gravity, for being a gracious podcast host. And as we enter 2024, I'm sorry to be a little bit somber, um, but... Um, I do want to say that uh, let's have a cheers and a toast uh, to uh, Waldo. Um, may you rest in peace, uh, Waldo, as a connection to higher gravity and to um, you know us personally. And so um, you know uh, you're missed, buddy. Anyways, uh, 2024 is going to be an amazing year. And uh, go ahead and cheers, and, uh, take, our drinks, cheers take our drinks and. So, uh, this is the podcast where we talk about all the so Cincinnati-based craft beer media podcasts, or media, just in general, like I said. And we hope there's not too many consequences from the hosts of the other craft beer media. Uh, this year, so far... So far, we've started the year we off with good. no consequences. No consequences. Will that change after today? Absolutely. <laughs> Should change. I don't know. I don't know if we're not suffering consequences, if we're doing it right or not. This but is true. as we enter this new year, you know, so for anybody take behind the curtain, we're going to go off script here just a little bit, although most of it is off script, except for the beginning. So... Uh, having said that, thank you to all of you who have been with us on this journey. Thank you to all of you who are new to this journey. Um, your the, the one thing you can't get back is time. Truly appreciate your time. Uh, if you are new, uh, go back and listen to a few. You'll get the idea. What we do is we talk about these. We give our opinions or uh, not opinions. We give our version of the truth of how those happen. And so having said that, I am Marco. I am a taproom manager. I was a brewer, and um, I was a brewer in the craft beer industry for eight-plus years, uh, and also I'd, I'd done a bunch of other stuff, and, and I am a uh, uh, taproom manager now. And the other voice you heard belongs to the best co-host in Podcastlandia. I'm Julia, and I don't know what the hell kind of rigmarole was going on with with those refs on Rig, rigmarole rigmarole because that was not intentional grounding yeah rigmarole and even even tony romo knew it come on guys you're better than that even be, tony romo knew it be better yeah be better other than that i like to drink beer i like to listen to cincinnati crit beer media and i like to talk about it I think that so, covers all the bases. <laughs> unlike Mariah Carey, Julia does not go into a box, a uh, frozen box for hibernation. Julia transitions uh, from her peak season uh, of beer vent, beer vent to yes. her everyday season, which is truth beer and pod sequences season. There are still four boxes over there, by the way. People. People. I, I, I am taking I one of those what, beer vent boxes with me when I leave I don't today. even know That's what to think it. right now. Just period. I don't know what to think. About no. the the people that haven't picked up their boxes, uh, it's incomprehensible, Th inconceivable. <laughs> and th and I think those are the pre-order boxes. They too. are. They are the pre-order boxes. So those boxes. are the boxes that were ordered in July that have the extra beer in them, and they're just sitting there gathering dust. 
having said that, uh, we are a craft beer podcast and uh, the number one uh, craft beer podcast that talks about craft beer podcasts based out of Cincinnati. I miss and, charting and on. Uh, I miss charting on the food and beverage podcast charts up in Canada. That was fun. That was fun. That was a good time. We, we hit the top ten a couple times. Thanks. We to, did. Uh, thanks to a, 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 a sorely missed. Newbert Report. Yes. Podcast. Uh, thank you for the bona fides as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, just dropping our, uh, excuse me, let me pick that up. The, the bona fides of this podcast. And as we get our voice out there, we want everyone to know if you are a, a content creator around craft beer in the Cincinnati market, uh, please uh, find us, uh, contact us. But also, uh, if, if you are, there is a a Facebook group out there for us. Uh, get on there, uh, get attached to it, and then let's get together and help build this Cincinnati craft beer media uh, uh, space that we have. Um, no craft beer podcast would be a good craft beer podcast if we weren't having craft beer, which we do. And by the way, uh, you can drink whatever you'd like. Mm -hmm. And just because on most occasions we drink crap beer, we do switch it up, non-alcoholic. We switch it up with uh, spirits. We switch it up with uh, cocktails. We we do all kinds of things uh, as far as the the, the space. And, I've had and, tea and coffee before. You know, we always right. have the uh, as as Julia calls it. What is it? The uh, the Cincinnati cocktail. Oh, oh yes, the, yes, the Queen City cocktail. Queen City cocktail. We have yes. plenty of water. Ice uh, water. Yes. Just an enormous chilled ice water stirred not shaken and uh we we do that so you can join in with us and participate even if you aren't having craft beer um but uh if you are uh you know we're going to let you know at the top of the pod and as we go through the podcast you're going to hear what we drink the other thing is we have media out there on YouTube, not just our, our audio episodes, but we record video episodes on occasion. On occasion, we uh, they're, they're actually unlike other uh, craft beer media in the Cincinnati area. If you subscribe to us on Patreon, you get actual extra content mm -hmm. almost on a, on a weekly basis. Yeah, unedited episodes to where I'll cut out the silences where we take our breaks, get more beer. Uh, but other than that, like the weird random pauses where like I'll say something that I probably shouldn't have said. And then Mark is trying to figure out, OK, how do I save this? You get all that. Yeah. Sometimes it's hilarious. Sometimes it's awkward. But it's it's always extra for our Patreon subscribers. Yes. And so in 2024, <laughs> we are we are glad to have you along this journey mm -hmm. with us. Now, that being said. Uh, I have to say this. All the thoughts and opinions on this podcast are ours and ours alone. They do not reflect any entity which we may be affiliated with, such as full-time jobs or higher gravity. If you want to get at us, you can get at us at any time you'd like, and we can tell you, or are going to tell you, how to do that at the end of the podcast. Or you can read the show notes, which I'm sure all of you do. Yeah, who doesn't read show notes? Everyone reads show notes. Everyone reads show notes. Everyone reads, right? Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. 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 So that being said, uh, Julia. Marco. What did uh, What did you listen to, or well, what did you watch? <laughs> either way. How about I tell you what I what I'm drinking first? Uh, we started we with that, that, and then we just went on kind of a little just tangent. Get, going well, it's, on. <laughs> it's a new year, and I'm just uh, discombobulated. It's It's a new year. We're doing things a new way, but we're We're still going to start with what we're drinking because that's just. 
what we do. Let's go. Hit the start button. I am enjoying it. The red, the red light is on. Oh, good. It's fantastic. I know. That's it. We uh, had to put on the red light. Oh, boy. I am drinking West Cider. I'm singing there, right at the uh, beginning. Yes, you are, you are singing. 2024. I am enjoying uh, the raspberry version of West Side Brewing's West Cider. And it is, this is my rating. It's freaking delicious. It's crisp and sweet, and I will happily drink a lot of this. Raspberry West Cider. <laughs> exactly. And Marco, how about you? What is in your glass? Uh, I have a Weekend Vibes from Coronado Brewing. It's an American IPA, and Excellent. it's clear. I think it is I, clear. I think that's yeah. what I started the pod last last week with. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, you're welcome. I just want to tell everyone you're welcome because mm -hmm. uh, we <laughs> teased at the end of last week or beginning of last week's pod that we may not be back, back on Tuesday because of some family stuff. But we are here. Yeah, yeah. We are here. Uh, we are going to tease that maybe uh, next week, next may week sound could different. be a little different. Yes. Uh, but we'll see next week. Yes. Uh, how about we make sure that we are on the same page of the Cincinnati Craft Beer Media that we consumed over the last couple of days. Better than trading uh, kinks. Yes. Yeah, which will so only let's... make sense to the Patreon subscribers, probably. Okay. Very good. Um, <laughs> God. <laughs> we have uh, the Craft Parenting Podcast recap of Beervent this year. They know we record on Tuesdays, and they could bring their box back for a voucher. It's true. And then we also, even though it wasn't necessarily my prime and my juice, what's going you, on? You you are kind of on fire tonight. I'm not sure what's happening. In fuego. Yes. All right, let's go. Yes. Uh, even though this was not Cincinnati beer or brewery specific, I felt that this piece of content kind of touched all the drinkers and all the breweries in Ohio. So we're going to talk. Where did it touch them, Julian? In the giggles. Okay. We are going to talk about Blake the Brewery Explorer. I don't know if they've rebranded to just the Brewery Explorers yet because the YouTube still says Blake the Brewery Explorer. But this was the YouTube video from uh, December 28th. Or I'm sorry. It hit YouTube on December 21st. It hit your podcatchers on December 28th. And it hit your hearts Ohio, on... Every day of the week. Okay. Ohio Distro Laws with the Ohio Craft Brewers Association's Mary McDonald. Uh, we have the Gnarly Gnome put out a YouTube video, What Does Age Do to a Barley Wine? And then last night, as we record this, uh, the episode of The Weekly Pint, his resolution is to drink with us, even yeah. though he's not here. I don't know so where he's he not, is. He said, he, he said his resolution was to drink with us. Yeah, I don't know where he is. But he's not here. He knows where we are every single Tuesday. Yeah. Disappointing. Where's my button? Disappointed! Exactly, Kevin Sorbo. I want to congratulate you on that <laughs> finally being an appropriate volume. I know. I know. Instead of being like somebody so in the background <laughs> said it. Good job. It's a new year. It's a new me. It's a new volume. It's yeah. a new God knows what else. New life for me. Oh, man. So before we get even more completely out, off track and in the weeds, because I can tell this is going to be a rambunctious one. Yeah. Where do, where do you want to start? What piece of content? I think we should start with Craft Parenting Pod wrapping up the beer event of okay. 2023. All right. So Craft Parenting Podcast episode 150, Higher Gravity's 2023 beer event calendar day 25 and calendar recap and... Final thoughts. 
There's a lot, a lot going on there. Uh, I totally appreciate that they were able to put out a piece of content every day mm -hmm. oh, cool. for the yeah, beer yeah. vent box. And that's for no the, easy task. Oh, t t uh, absolutely not. No one didn't even do that. No. This won't happen. But? But if they were able to put out the episode, talk about the beer, talk about the brewery, and then recap your parody or your thought, yeah. that would be amazing. However, the way, they, the way yeah, they, yeah. they did this with timing, uh, was it smart. worked it was very, very well. Yes. Very, very well. Yes. I mean... It's it's not a secret, everybody. They batch recorded these, right? They right. went ahead and they said, "Okay, we put out a couple days." Put a, you know, they recorded a couple days, and then they were able to, you know, get a little buffer and then go back, record a few days, and then do do the thing. Mm -hmm. And there were some solo uh, solo releases as yeah. far as the the YouTube shows and all that. The Craft Caroline podcast. <laughs> Salute to you, Craft Parenting yes. Pod, for put out putting out. A piece of content every Holy single cow. day of the beer vent calendar. Absolutely amazing. Great, great, Absolutely great job. Uh, so on this episode, the first about 15 minutes was a recap of every beer from day one to day 24. And just kind of re-saying, this is what we had. Did, do I remember if we liked it? Do I remember if we didn't like it? Do you who, remember? Who had more beer poured into their glass when they were trying to, you know, share each can uh, the day ten mix-up beer, they blamed entirely on you, Marco. They said I, Marco was packing the boxes. I probably did that on purpose. Did no. you know? I no, know. hell no, not on purpose. So for people who aren't familiar, I'm a rule follower, Julia. For people who aren't familiar or who didn't know, because I really didn't see much or anything about this on social media. So I guess either people weren't aware or it wasn't a big deal. The Day 10 beer, because it was National Lager Day, was supposed to be 18th Street's uh, St. Uh, Henry Street Henry Pils. Street Henry Pils. Street Pilsner. Fantastic beer. That's what was in my box. But when I posted my daily parody, Caroline put, you know, commented on it. She went, that's not the beer we got. They had a New England IPA, also from 18th Street Brewing. So the can, the label was also blue, apparently looked pretty similar. And apparently between Northside and Blue Ash, there were like a case or two of New England IPAs that got mixed into the beer vent boxes instead of the Pilsner. Or their box was labeled, uh, you know, Higher Ludwig. Value. And mm. I decided to, you know, give them a switcheroo. Oh, Maybe that sounds maybe or maybe entirely not entirely plausible. Maybe or maybe. I mean, with six hundred boxes hanging mm -hmm. out over here, like how I could Jason or Nick notice if you just like because Jason has spreadsheets. Uh -huh. oh, and this is true. That's how it happened. He did have spreadsheets. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, they talked about some of the beer van exclusives, and this was earlier in the episode, so I have a note kind of clarifying on something that. They seemed a little confused about, but then Caroline went back and kind of recorrected and, and did everything. So I'm just going to put this in now. Uh, they were. All right, hold on. So Julia clarifies. Yes, I wish I had a sound effect for that. Julia clarify. Julia clarify. Julia clarify. <laughs> oh, the clarify, keyboard is na, na, out. Na, na. Keyboard's <laughs> out, and we're 21 minutes <laughs> in. Nice. Thank you. Hey, that you're was very wonderful. Welcome. 
Uh, they had gone to Westside Brewing and saw that they had some cans of the California Common, which was the higher gravity beer vent exclusive from Westside in the cooler. And they said, well, we thought that this was supposed to be an exclusive release, but if it's in cans for all of the, I think they actually said the normal people who didn't buy a beer vent calendar to get, they're like, I maybe this is wrong, maybe it wasn't an exclusive. So the beer vent exclusive beers from these breweries, and, and again, Caroline, you know, got this right near the end of the episode. The breweries make these beers that they are only putting into cans for the beer vent boxes. But if they make more than what goes into those cans or more cases than what higher gravity needs for beer vent, those extra kegs and cans are sold only in that brewery's tap room. So it's exclusive to the beer vent box and to that brewery's tap room. You can't get them in distribution. Kegs or cans aren't going to show up at you know, your local gas station shelves, anything right. like that. Not so, going to get them at Yungo Yims. Exactly, exactly. So... They're still exclusive in that the only way you're going to see these or be able to get them is at the brewery, but that's only if they had some left, which Westside did, and cool. Hopefully more people saw it and went, this sounds like an interesting style, something I haven't tried before. Oh, you only did this for a beer vent. I need to buy a beer vent calendar next year. So hopefully that pans out. Boom. Uh, about 15 minutes in, they revealed the day 25 beer, which uh, because Joe did not pre-order... They did not get two beers. All they got, I, I say all they got. It was the third eye exclusive for the beer vent box, which was a spiced milk stout. Absolutely delicious. Uh, so they talked a bit about that. They talked a bit about third eye. Uh, we had another Caroline Reads section of the podcast, which we need a button for Caroline Reads or something like that, where she read Third Eye Brewings about information from their website. Great suggestion. And uh, uh, Caroline refuses to bag her own groceries at Kroger when they got on a little bit of a tangent yeah. about some errands they needed to do. Because she bougie like that. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah, she's like, I don't work for them. I'm not going to beg no. my own stuff. To where me, I'm like, I don't want to interact with someone. Let me beg my own stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how many of their previous wishes came true from their preview episode that they did saying, what do we think is going to be in this box? What do we want to be in the box? They're, I think they're giving themselves two wins. Mm -hmm. And I think what they're doing is uh, stretching the truth, which we love well, here at Truth yeah, and Consequences. Absolutely. I was just going to say, we're kind of all about that. I mean, yeah. I mean, we would never make up something about episodes of, say, the Craft Parenting Podcast, such nope. as... You know, nope. Joe was so disappointed in the Third Eye Brewing beer that he actually poured the rest of his glass into Caroline's glass mm -hmm. and then complained for the rest of the episode about how he didn't have any beer. He didn't have any. He just looked at it and, yeah. I wish I yeah, had, this is, I this wish is, I had uh, some beer. This is, this is really, uh. Glad you have more. This is really spice, and I don't know that I like this really spice beer. So, but we would never say anything like that that wasn't a truth about their podcast. Uh, could they pick, I don't have a multiple choice question, but Aww. general question, could Aww. they pick a favorite beer from the beer vent calendar? You guys are going to have to listen to find out because it was a really fun recap of the entire season. Very glad that they did that. Uh, Joe will apparently be sleeping on the couch until the next beer vent if he doesn't pre-order, which means he is sleeping on the couch as it stands right now. Because pre-orders are going on, and I can guarantee to you, he is not doing that. 
And what Julian means by as it stands right now is Joe's a vampire and his couch <laughs> actually stands upward and he sleeps in it like a coffin. I mean, prove me wrong. Yeah. Stop, I've never, I've never stop seen Joe sleep. Stop when I lie. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so they gave a couple teasers about things to expect from the Craft Parenting Pod in 2020. I almost said 2025. Good Lord. I am oh, not ready wow. for that yet. Have they I'm announced not ready that? For that yet. No, but for 2024. Can we have, announce something for 2025? Yes. In 2025, we will have a guaranteed one piece, minimum one piece of video content out every single month. Ooh, wow. Now we have a year to forget Shocking about this. Shocking revelation. <laughs> Hey, you know what? I don't see why not. I don't see why not either. <clears throat> but a Craft Parenting Pod, uh, they have some collaboration episodes that are coming up early 2024. Okay. Cannot wait to see what they have in store. And you still have to uh, be on an episode of theirs because you won the the contest that said the the Where Are We contest. Yeah. So uh, Where I, I in cannot the world wait. Are Caroline and Joe. Caroline and Joe at. You gotta find, figure out the syllables. Can you do? That's the trick. Can you do the, the? Uh, oh, what the was the name of the group? Oh, oh shoot! What was the name of the Carmen San Diego group? I don't know. I know they had a name. Yeah, they had a name. All right. Uh, did you have anything else on this episode of the Craft Parenting Pod? No. Oh God, not him again. I thought we were free for at least one week. Well, I think he was on. <laughs> I think, I think uh, global warming, his ski trip was uh, mm, canceled. canceled. All right. All right. That's fine. That's fair. Well, you are just about in need of a refill. Yeah. So should we take a quick break before we get into, uh, again, I don't know if this episode is technically Blake the Brewery Explorer or if it's the Brewery Explorers, but we will get into that and all things known when we get back. So stick around with us. Okay. Well... We made it. Back. Back. Why does everybody look at me when you do that? <laughs> we, were, we actually, we thought you were going to be on cue, no, sir. I missed it again. No. I'm not going to be okay. late. All right, next time. Next time. Next time you will get it. All right, we have a Blake piece of content, a Blake and Noah piece of content, and we have two pieces of gnome content. Uh, actually, before we even get started with that, who the hell are you and what are you drinking? As if people don't know by now, but... I'm the Gnarly Gnome. Uh, awesome. I'm drinking beer. Awesome. Uh, I should make note every time I do this, and I never do. Uh, number 20, it's some kind of wine barrel-aged Saison something or other. Can you read that, Marco? You've got good eyes. You eat a lot of carrots. Uh, seven Blanc aged... Uh, it's a myth, by the way. Carrots in your eyesight. Yeah, yeah, the lutein... Or lut... lut I don't know. It's a vitamin or something that's like uh, that's it's Saison here. from Six Sense. Yeah, I'm just saying, but isn't it called like Lutein the Six Six Sense? Is that what you said? Valley. Yeah. It's uh, good. Yeah. Part of the foam on your glass looks like a headless giraffe. It's a llama. Oh yeah. You a are, llama? You are correct. Or is it a uh, alpaca? Definitely a llama. Definitely a llama? Why? Because it spits? Alpacas are fuzzier. Mm. Good point. I think. Okay. I might have sure, just made we'll that up that. too. We'll go with that. Alpacas are fuzzier and carrots help your eyesight. It's our truth. Yeah. Are yes. you the guy that Come knows to us for medical advice? Uh, between the, the, the caiman, the crocodile, and the alligator, do mm. you know the, the difference when you see the three? I, and, and which I, is the, I do, actually. What about the, is it Dromedus camel and the Bactrian camel? 
Yeah, you lost me there. Okay. The I didn't know there was more than one camel. camel. One's, yep. uh, one's the regular and one's the menthol. <laughs> <laughs> There's a light one too, right? If, if you, yeah. so the, the, and I'm going to get these names completely wrong. So feel free to yell at me on social media, like Bactrian or something like that, or bad, whatever. Mm-hmm. If you put it, the B on its side, it has two humps where the other one that starts with oh, the D Sally only the has camel. one. She has one hump. Okay. So she's Sally the, the camel dromedus camel. Okay. There you go. She, uh, it, she's different. They, it's, every, it's, Verse, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> ah, my hump, my hump, my hump. Oh, you're right. I do know that song now that you said that. They're Sally lovely the lady lumps. Two humps. That's a different song, Mark. Oh, sorry. Humps. Sally the camel has laid lumps. <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> you're welcome, Elijah. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, uh, crocodiles, alligators, alligators are more rounded. Crocodiles are more pointy. Caimans are real skinny. Yeah. Nose, yeah. nose Boom. wise. There you go. Snout. Is it a snout? Snout. Let's go. Alligator snout. Wildlife corner with Truth Beer Pod. However, could I identify one in person? I don't think so because I would be too terrified. You'd be running away. Yeah. Yeah, they freak me out. No, don't run. I have to run. Well, kind of like when people say. What do you do? You play dead? Like how an alligator? Raise your hands and go, "Hey, bear." (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's kind of like they say if you see a snake, if its head's like more triangular, it's poisonous or venomous. I'm shrieking no matter what. Yeah, right. And if it's It's like like a more rounded, no. What I'm going to do is I'm going to actually I'm going to go the opposite direction. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm I'm not afraid of snakes or alligators, crocodiles, caimans, spiders. Um, No, I'm not. I'm not afraid Mm -hmm. of any of them. And spiders, I'm fine with no matter what. But snakes, IRS, if they surprise me, nope, I'm good with the IRS. Okay. Uh, Snakes, if they surprise me, like if I'm if I'm hiking and I I come across one, like I'm about to step on them. Like they're in a clown outfit. I'm terrified. Well, no, like oh, there's a stick. You remember like in 2020 where like there were just clowns clowns everywhere. Yeah, yeah. If there was a snake dressed as a clown, that's different because the clowns had like like hammers and like knives and things and chased people. That was different. Yeah. Uh, if 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 any animal is chasing me, I'm not a big fan of it. But even if like the snake's just chilling, just getting a suntan, uh, I don't I don't like them if they surprise me. But if I know they're there, yeah. I don't really care. Yeah. Yeah. Um, bears. I might be a little, I might be bears a little on the other hand, I'm, 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 I don't like bears no matter what. If bears are not friends, why are their ears friend shaped? I don't know. I mean, what do you say we talk about Blake the Brewery Explorer, where he and Noah talked to Mary McDonald from the. Ohio Craft Brewers Association. Mm-hmm. Let's right. go. Let's uh, do it. Marco and I already confirmed that we watched it. Did you take I'd, a peek at this one? I listened. I listened, okay. like, I think the second that it dropped. Nice. Fantastic. Uh, I watched this one on YouTube, so you have two ways to absorb this content, or do both. Watch it, listen to it. At the same time. Yeah. Try to time it right. Yes. Yeah, if you, if you watch it with the sound up, you're listening. You're not wrong. I was thinking you should turn it on, like on your TV or computer, or whatever, and then hold your phone over here and, like, at the same time, hit play on Ooh, both. Ooh, it's like in stereo. Ooh. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Noah. <laughs> so I, I have to playfully tease Noah for this one. Did you notice what he called Taft's beer that he was drinking? Uh, no. So he was drinking uh, Santa's Santa baby. N- close. Uh-oh. He was drinking Santa's bride. But instead, he called it, uh, he said, I'm drinking Santa's Bible. <laughs> I like, missed that completely. I'm like, oh, I, I actually ah, went back, like, like did it. I mishear that? I'm like, no. Santa does not have a Bible. Him and no, Jesus are no, no, very not, not happy with each however, other. However, if, if you have not watched A Violent Night, I'm going to. Oh, I still need to. I'm going to. Uh, recommend it. it. it I'm going to recommend it if you like action movies because Is action Santa the, like the action, an action hero. The action the, the action genre requires a lot of uh, 
sort of suspension of belief. Mm-hmm. Uh, so does Santa in in certain ways. Why? Like no, 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 no. In certain ways, not not the fact well, that he's real, because he is. But the, some of some of the actual accomplishments are. Well, you think he couldn't eat that many cookies? I bunch just of crap. saying. Yes, he can. But uh, I think it shakes I, like a bowl full of jelly. Yeah. So is Santa Claus in public domain, I guess? We can uh, put him in whatever movies we want and I've, have him I've kill never, people? I've never heard that he's not in public domain. Mm, that's cool. So Mary has a husky, which a immediately lamb. makes her my favorite person in the whole wide world. Huskies. Purely based on, on dog stats. She seems like a really phenomenal person, and I am thrilled that Blake and Noah got her on their show. Very excited. She's uh, never no. been on my show. Another, Another just... Sort of reaching for the stars, guest, and oh my they God, got yeah. him. Absolutely. So, congratulations. Salute to you. Absolutely. The Brewery Explorer podcast. Uh, Mary gave some history of the Ohio Craft Brewers Association, kind of how she came into the into their fold in 2013, and how things have been going from there. Uh, what the Ohio Craft Brewers Association does. This is very loose, just from the conversation they had in the episode. Uh, they lobby for brewery and brewing rights, and they do promotion, they promote collaboration, and they try to make sure that these small breweries survive. I learned basically. that I didn't know that it had kind of spawned off of a previous like Northern Ohio thing. Yeah, yeah, it used to be a bigger Nambla or whatever it was called. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't no, remember no, 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 what no. the. Oh my God, no. Oh my God, no. Something like that. No, no, definitely not that. Not that. No. <laughs> I think that's what she said. No. Oh my God, I'll have to re I'll have to re listen because I hope to God. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 National Amazing Brew Lovers Association, yeah. something like that. <laughs> Oh, man. So there are... But I didn't know that it spawned off of another association like that. (laughs) Uh, There are roughly 433 craft breweries in Ohio, and about 79% of them are part of the Ohio Craft Brewers Association. And when asked, like, why don't the other... Why why isn't everyone part of this? She's just kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, ask them. Maybe they had something better to do. If they're not a part, you got to ask them. Yeah. Because, I mean, they they have their own reasons. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. you know, I, sure, it's usually money related, and uh, could be, yeah, yeah, or they're already part of some other I, I think, group that gives them correct. whatever they, you know, they feel it, they need. She did say that some breweries were attached to wineries, and they have representation, uh, albeit that representation uh, isn't for both sides. It's because uh, you 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 can ship wine across the United States. You can't legally ship, ship beer. beer right. I wonder. I wonder what that breakdown is of breweries that are attached to wineries that aren't members of the Brewers Association versus breweries that are also wineries technically on paper that are. Uh, I would and, bet most of them aren't. And if she's, but how many exist in Ohio? But what five? That's she's clearly like. Thinking of something in her head, there's right, some yeah, kind there's of story some, yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is Cellar Dweller Valley Vineyard? No, are they, no not in the. Okay. And well, to my knowledge, no. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they are. Okay. And I mean, again, it could just be well, you know. I don't have the passport. You could look it up. I think quick. that was an. I think they were and then weren't, and it's an oversight to this point. But okay. I, I am not 
trying to speak for no 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 it was more of Valley a Vineyard. it was more of a general question into the air because that's the first when you say a brewery attached to a winery that is the first thing being someone from Cincinnati that I think of Fibonacci is also a brewery attached to a winery oh you're right mm-hmm. there's a fence in the basement oh you're right that's the I, winery I completely <laughs> forgot about that I guess because I think the fence is still there they I guess take because it like the name like you know you have Valley Vineyards and Cellar Dweller. Like, the name is mm-hmm. literally right there where Fibonacci is. Fibonacci Brew. Is it Fibonacci Brewing Company? It's Fib. I think something just, yeah, just just, Fib. just the Fib. So I, I always kind of forget that that little extra part is is there. Uh, they they also, are members, though. They are. Correct. Yeah, definitely. Yes, yeah, they absolutely are. Uh, the Ohio Craft Brewers Association is behind the Ohio on Tap app, mm-hmm. um, which I don't have many. I, I just, just like untapped and stuff, I just don't think to check things in or to check myself yeah. into a place until I'm already home and like, oh yeah, I didn't do that thing. I, so it's just it's just not something that's part of my normal routine. I used it like right at the very beginning when mm-hmm. it came out, and then I took a, a trip one day where I went to a couple breweries, and I got in trouble after like the third one. It said, up, oh, you're doing this too fast. And I said, well, I'm drinking at each brewery. Why can't I check them in? And so then I gave up yeah. and never went back to it. Yeah. I mean, at least with Untapped, like, say you go out and you have however many beers in a night, and you start checking them in, like, when you get home... It will whatever, yell at you at it will, point. But it'll still let you, like, hey, I've never, down, are you okay? I've never known anyone that has had that problem, no. Mm-hmm. Well, and, like, it's... I get that the idea behind it is to stop people from cheating the system and, like, sure. oh, you're checking into these different... Sure. There's no way you're going to these places. I was. It, it I was going use... to the places, and I was drinking a beer. Yeah. Why it, can't I check it in? Does it still use GPS? Because I know it wants you to submit like a picture of yourself. Yeah, you could submit a picture, well, then, but I was eventually, using GPS. eventually what happens is uh, somebody in Newport actually takes you aside and takes you to uh, incarceration. They, che- they, checked, they checked me in. <laughs> they checked you in. That was the ultimate They checked check me in. in. <laughs> uh, apparently the A1C license wasn't created. Why do I have was created in 2023? That is, that is a incorrect. complete falsehood. What did I mean to write for that one? I don't know what I, I don't know the year that I meant. Or, uh, 12 or 13. Maybe I, maybe I meant to have 13 and I just fat fingered 2023 was, because I guess of it was that. probably like. Because that was shortly after she came into. Talked the, about in 2012 and then went into effect in 2013. Yeah, right. Because Mary said that she was very close to when all of that was happening and she came into. Probably also the, the Ohio CBA in 2013. Yeah, so I must Mary have meant Mary to write was quite contrary, and that's how all these things. How does things, our garden grow? Uh, Silver bells and cock, cock, cockle shells. What is a cockle shell? Is that right? Oh my God, where was I? Cockle I did, shells. I did the, we were at cockle shells. And I did this to myself. So, so that is it. We were talking about the A1C license, and we will say that it was created in 2013. That sounds right. I just. For whatever reason, uh, it was created wrong. in 2012. Went into effect in 2013. In 2013? Okay, there we go. Right. There we go. Uh, Lower the cost, allowed self-distribution. You can brew on prem, have brew pubs, all kinds of good stuff that you could not have prior. Uh, the ABV laws in Ohio, uh, Mary was part of some of the change for that, and the only reason they changed the law from being a limit of 12 percent to just no limits, they said we just don't want you coming back here every five years and asking for this again we're tired of you so so fine have your no abv limit law and sure and now we can well, buy utopias here. yeah listen yeah. to the pod to see Absolutely. if anything actually or any brewery actually sparked the uh legislature to have common sense on this situation but yeah listen 
Well, I mean, they are currently working on a law that would require at least 20% of beers on any given tap list to be lactose-free specifically for you. Yeah. The Marco yeah. Law. Yeah. I, I'm just for the people. That's it. You are, and we appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, they talked a bit about distribution laws and how it's almost impossible to get out of a contract, and the Ohio CBA is working to try to make that a little more friendly to smaller breweries, mm-hmm. where if it makes sense for them to exit a contract, let them just exit that contract. Don't force them into something that maybe worked on day one, but isn't working now that they're entering year three, year five. And so it's a really big conversation. It, it is. It, it is. It's a, it's an important conversation. I'm sure. glad we're having it. Sure. The other thing is uh, that I would say is that uh, she made it clear that anybody who has a contract, they can't change that. Mm-hmm. But anybody coming up, you right. know that you can, if or and when this takes effect, they can do that. However, um, legally, we have precedence setting once that happens. So the other breweries can at least approach with... Uh, a precedent setting sort of uh, milestones that may work in their favor. It's, yeah. it's not that you, you can't change it, and it's not that you can't get out of a contract, mm-hmm. which I think is, is uh, you know, I, I, I support uh, the, uh, the bill to kind of um, loosen up some mm-hmm. of the laws around uh, these, these contracts, but it's not that they can't get out of it and they can't change it because we even here locally we've seen people right. do just that on both but, but it's it's up to the distributor from what i understand and sure. i could be wrong on this to it, say it's completely yeah, up yeah to you're the right let's go ahead and rework this partnership and in a, in a lot of ways uh, if you're wanting out they have to buy or someone has to buy them out of that contract mm-hmm. which then takes into account of what the brand is worth today versus when they signed into the contract which right a lot of breweries are going to struggle trying to come up with some money to buy themselves out of a contract. But right. The, but uh, when when the law changes, uh, what it does is actually creates uh, free market, free agency, mm-hmm. which is um, way better for the market because what it does it it makes the distributor have to hold to their end of the bargain. Yeah. And to this point, they have been able to just, just basically they could be... Just, they could just take your brand and just decide they don't really care about it anymore. Correct. Mm-hmm. They, they could just take it and just ignore it, and it didn't matter because they owned it. And, I mean, whatever, what are you going to do? But now it forces them to have uh, the actual proof of burden in in their actual execution and that that is actually far more extremely important like they have to uh, make good on the actual contract that 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 they have i mean listen to the bruce guys episodes where they interviewed jim cook for kind of a slight historical sliver of some distributors and when a smaller brewery was doing well and they were being distributed by someone that was also distributing these major national brands. That's a perfect example right there. And it didn't seem like things, I don't want to say that they haven't changed that much just because that was a very extreme 
uh, very singular brand focused uh, story. But it was still, you know, the distributor could have decided, yeah. you know, the Sam Adams stuff, we're just not going to put any focus on it for whatever reason. And that beer may have never sold. If you're a brewery that's selling a light lager and you are carried by a distributor that also carries Bud Light, your light lager will never replace Bud Light mm-hmm. at any of their locations sure. that they have. Just won't sure. happen because they're still beholden to, to Bud yeah. Light. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. They don't, they don't, gives ca- them more they money, don't care about your brand. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Up to a certain point. Agreed. This was a really, really cool episode to listen to. Uh, I am cool. so glad that, they, that they're expanding outside of just talking to brewers and people directly tied into the brewery scene. And they're, and they're looking at the craft beer community and other organizations mm-hmm. as a whole. They're doing amazing stuff. Keep an eye on the Brewery Explorers podcast as they continue to evolve and grow in 2024. And, yeah, hopefully we'll all get a chance to, to meet and hang out at some point. Yeah. That'd be very cool. Any other notes on this episode before we move on? Other than cockle shells? Other than cockle shells. Yeah. Nope, that's all I got. All right. Do you guys want to talk about the gnarly gnomes youtube video on barley wine or the weekly pint first uh let's go barley wine barley wine all right came out came out before the the this, weekly this pint. is true mm-hmm. this is true i came out on youtube on december the 30th of 2023 and this was Westside brewing's barley wine both their 2021 and 2024 versions varieties yes. versions is it so vintages Vintages. There we go. Vintages. And that's the Which word that doesn't really make sense when it comes to beer, but that's that's yeah what it is. And why are things called like? And this is just me, like legit, not maybe not understanding the word properly. The 2023 vintage it's or a 2024 wine term. vintage. It's, so is it? So it's yeah. more because of that. Okay. And why are? And this is again me not doing research before this. Why are some beers called wine, such as barley wine? There's some that are uh. wheat wine. This could be a whole other part of the episode. So I'm just going to throw that into the I ether love and that I don't question. know so if I, there is I wanted a quick to get into that way. a little bit in the video, but I was a, I didn't want to get too too wordy and too nerdy with it. Okay. Um, it, is there a Cliff Notes version there? Yeah, I mean so like it just be wine has always been a little more uh, prestigious than than beer, and especially when it comes to around a dinner table or things like that. Wine had a very certain place with a meal. Makes sense, okay. And when uh, breweries started kind of uh, trying to rebrand almost old ale and trying to, uh, to kick it into a different uh, uh, spot, they wanted it to compete with wine for uh, the share of palate, I guess. Okay. They, they knew that it could kind of fill some of those same things that wine was. Uh, so they, they used the term, the term wine, wine to, okay. Okay. Uh, um, to, to, to try to do that. It was barley okay. wine instead of okay. grape wine. Because I knew that that, that uh, first came up. Barley wine instead of mm-hmm. grape, grape wine. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think for, I, I, I think, I, you know, it, it, it's fine. For I, me, like it, it almost, it fills the gap that like, uh, maybe like a port wine would, but like uh, more of like like brandy or like bourbon or things like, like things that I want to just sit and like sip and at. Sip it's at not, and it still isn't like wine to me. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But um, maybe I'm drinking wine wrong. Maybe you shouldn't be crushing it like I am. 
there's really no wrong way to drink, is there? Butt chugging. Mm, yeah. That's wrong. Uh, That's wrong. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah. The first time I questioned a beer called that had wine as part of the name was Humble Monk's Barrel Aged Wheat Wine. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, that's it's it's a beer, and I'm like, but it's called a wine. I'm very confused. Now. Yeah. <laughs> and I've just never dug into into why. It was so they should, and I think that still applies. They should, in order to pass through the TTB, should still be called barley wine. Two separate words, or no? Well, because Westside's, I think it's one, all together. One word. But I've seen it as it's, two. And it should still say. Barley wine style ale. I think is gotcha. what the TTB wants it to say. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. That uh. All about the damn TTB and just uh, kind of phrasing. That was thanks to Anchor. Anchor was okay. the first ones to do an American barley wine, and they did um, barley wine. Mm-hmm. And the TTB said, oh, "No, you can't do that. Can't really do that because it's not a wine yeah. and barley wine. That makes style sense. ale. It that was always sense. barley wine. Two words. Okay. Until it came here. Now it's barley wine. Nice. Have you had many English barley wines? I've had a few, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you know if you prefer one to the other? Uh, I definitely, well, it depends. I mean, I guess it's kind of different. Right, right. That's I, if, it's, if it's fresh and super hoppy, I'm not a huge fan of American ones. But um, if they're aged or if they're not as hoppy as, mm-hmm. as you expect them to be, so they're fine. Nice. Still don't know technically what uh, Westside would say theirs is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's my barley wine notes. Okay. Uh, okay. 1903 was when the name was uh, was first penned. All course. right. And that was in Europe? Uh, yes, that okay. was uh, England. Okay, all right. All right, so, so Westside packaged their barley wine in an interesting way this year, I feel mm-hmm. like. Instead of it just being a four-pack of that year's release, they are only doing four-packs where two cans are 2021, and two cans are the 2024. I think it's the right way to do it. I like it. I think it's brilliant. I, I absolutely love it. love it. Right. I love it. I, I can't believe that they dedicated a warehouse and storage space to be able to set aside a portion of 2021 mm-hmm. just to release later. Mm-hmm. That's great. Was it that, or did they just not make as much 2024, and they're like, how do we fill these four packs? I, but, they, but you're right. They still have to have... The older stuff to be able to fill those four packs in with. I don't know. Either way, brilliant. I absolutely. I, I love, love a package it. together. That's the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe next year they'll have they'll just be individual cans of four different years. I've. That could be cool. I've seen four packs of four different years. Really? That they've okay. Done, um, okay. Before. But the the date aged, I think those are in sixteen ounce cans instead of twelve ounce. Which. The what? The the date aged barley wine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do they still have that? They sell some of that in the tap room, yeah. Yeah, I saw it uh, this weekend. I don't I don't need my barley wine with other things in extra, it. Extra fruits. I mean, I'm fine They're with not it, fruits, but, but yeah. yeah, I feel like it's sweet enough mm-hmm. that adding that extra layer of a super sugary fruit in addition, it was good. I enjoyed it, but I wouldn't want a whole 16-ounce right. can of it. That's another one that would be perfect in an 8-ounce can. Yeah. Yeah, smaller formats for some Big. of those. Big bigger, advocates. heavier, sweeter beers. Big advocates of that. Uh, kind of going back into into this episode, uh, as you said, the barley wine name was more of a marketing scheme than an actual potential yeah. brewing technique or anything 
that separated that. American barley wines are hoppier than their English counterparts. Uh, apparently, Usually. Apparently, I guess that, even that's kind of shifting now. People are yeah. making American English barley wines. I mean, that's, that's the fun thing about craft beer. Yeah. It's just going to be barley wine with no real good distinction. Kind of like the way IPAs are like, here's a West Coast that you cannot see through, and that is fruity as hell. Mm-hmm. But different topic for a different day. Uh, apparently, the best barley wine adjunct is dust. Yes. Yeah. It, it, it fits in any year, any, any, no matter how long you have aged your barley wine or how new it is, put a little dust in your glass, mm-hmm. and that just adds a little bit perfect. Uh, Dippas evolve from barley wines, potentially. I, I think, think so. I think there's I, a whole yeah, topic I, there. Too. Yeah, I think, yeah, uh, yeah. yes. Uh, I feel like a lot of, of this video, like, gave almost, I don't say teasers, but are like, this could be splintered off into... Mm-hmm a whole other spider web of, of content, and this could do the same over here and here and here. So uh, older barley wine tastes like cardboard, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Love me some good cardboard. It is one of the few beers that you should cellar. I think but, I think so. Okay, okay. It's my opinion. But it's perfectly fine to, to drink fresh. And the big question of this episode, was fresh the best? Because when you open up both cans, you're like... I uh, yeah. think I know which two, one I'm going to like Two more. different experiences, which, yeah, by yeah, the way, uh, Westside, good on you. Salute to you mm-hmm. uh, for giving your, you know, patrons this opportunity. I don't know if everyone's going to get the idea or the concept, but everyone should. This yeah. is an awesome opportunity Agreed. for a, a, a total geeky comparison, whether it's, whether it's a, a super geek or just... Hey, this is this vintage and and uh, this year and this year. Right. Uh, that's awesome. I love that. I love 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 that. Now mm. we are contractually obligated to talk about Westside at least once <laughs> per episode. Of course. Yes. <laughs> this is an excellent reason to talk about Westside. That is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is doing that locally, and good on you. I love it. I want to get my hands on it now. I mean, let's be honest. Are you? I'm not the going website? there. I'm not going there to get it. Like, if I get it, or if somehow through association I get it, I'm very happy to have it. If only you knew someone who lived on the west side. Well, I'm telling you. I mean, I, I would love to have it. <laughs> I would love to have it. So, if anyone that... He is trying to speak it into I may, existence. I may have an extra can of each. I could, I could send you one. <laughs> uh, that'd be great. <laughs> I'd love to have it. In uh, in I have recently in the past month had barley wine and loved it, and mm-hmm. I I'm uh, craving uh, another round. So I would love to have it. But good on you, Westside. I love this. I love that out of your brewery. This is um, another great uh, uh, sort of thing that you're putting out there yeah. uh, don't don't put i i don't want to put uh, uh wrong adjectives it's not an innovation it's not a uh it, it's just it, it's a good way of presenting it in a new they're it's releasing it in set. a way that other breweries aren't there are a lot of local breweries that are putting out barley wine but it's one of those things like it doesn't make financial sense 
to save barley wine mm-hmm. and to package it with current year. Right. And to, none of that makes none of it. None makes of sense. it makes sense. Uh, making a barley wine. That's part of why I, I love feel it. like it makes sense to the drinker. Like, well, yeah, why wouldn't you do this? But for a business, right? It, no, it, it uh, business is number one. It doesn't make sense to make barley wine. It doesn't make sense to make craft beer for a business. <laughs> <laughs> number two, it doesn't make sense to sit on any of it. And number three, packaging it with older uh, right. variants mm. also doesn't make sense because all of this is hand-packaged. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so uh, none of it makes sense. However, so good on you, West it's Star. terribly, terribly, like, fantastically uh, just fantastic. Great, yeah. great, great, yeah. great job. So good on Westside for making this and packaging it the way that they did, and good on you, Noom, for... Drinking it? For drinking it and, and, and just putting Go out, me. Putting out <laughs> something about a style of beer that I think a lot of people will see on a tap list and go, I don't like wine, or that that doesn't sound like... The, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, there, there is a a preconceived notion of what it might be. Well, and I, and I, I'm glad you're trying to like chip away and at I didn't, it. I didn't get a chance to really emphasize it in the video, but one thing that I'll do with stuff like that, if, if I see a style like that that I'm not really familiar with, like as in-depth as other ones, mm-hmm. or, or even some that I am like very in-depth, like I, I make this habit of like taking time to go grab one or two or six of them off of a shelf or out of a tap room or tap rooms mm-hmm. and sit at home and sit there and drink them and try them, read about them. Like even if you're just pulling up the computer and googling around while you're reading, you know, while you're drinking these beers, mm-hmm. just to kind of dive in deeper to these styles to kind of learn more about what they are and why they are. And that's, yeah. that's I mean, that's part of the fun of drinking beer. That's Absolutely, part, part of why now, uh, as of recent, you're a big uh, Belgian guy. Uh, it's, uh, that is a big part of it. Yeah, uh, that's definitely one style of beer that, uh, as a beer drinker, you've come to understand i don't want to say necessarily you have a a place in your heart but you you understand it appreciate and understand what it is and uh, and enjoy it um from time to time sure still isn't going to be a good clean german lager for me but whatever no hell no (laughs) but it's but kind of like when it starts getting cold outside and you want those stouts or peppermint schnapps barley wines absolutely have a place have a season have a time that it's like yeah, this this is going to be really good tonight. This is yeah. going to be this is going to hit the spot. And the good thing for for drinkers is you can if you see one that is released, grab it, throw it in your beer cellar. If you don't have a beer cellar, make a little beer cellar in the corner of a closet in your basement or whatever. And uh, then when that occasion comes, it's probably going to be better than it was when you bought it. Nice. Any other notes on this before the sip count that I did for this episode? Mm. Ah, sip count. No, let's go. All right. So I have a total of three sip counts. I did how many sips of the 2024, how many sips of the 2021, and then wow. just totaled Ooh. them up. Ooh. Yeah. Julia. Just did I sip I the here's, here's the big question. Here's my question before we hit the numbers. Did I sip more of the old one or the new one? Want to take a, a guess? you have a guess, Marco? I'm going to say the new one. That's, that's actually probably, that's my guess, too. All right. I watched through this episode twice to make sure I had my counts correct. Right. You did. So you're welcome you for the extra You gave him two click. I did. I did. Wow. I don't think it works okay. that way. No, probably not. Even if I switch accounts, since I think they're so all tied to. It knows, to, it knows it, where it, you live. It knows. Damn it. The 2024 variety variant, you took three sips. 
okay. the video. Okay. There was a lot. There was a lot more sniffing. If I did a sniff count, that probably would have. Ooh, that's the a good numbers. count. <laughs> because there were there were a lot more sniffs than sips. Because you would start talking, then you would like go back to sniff, and then then you know back to talking. So there wasn't as much sippery. The as you all know, most of what you're tasting in beer comes from your nose. True that. 2021, three. Mm. You had equal wow. sips. Yes. So in this episode, what does age do to a barley wine? There were a grand total of six sips or 12 ounces, about three quarters that's, of a pint. That's yeah. valid. Yeah, absolutely. All right. That's, that's what you do. Kind of. It's about what you those. need to yeah. taste a beer. Do we want to move on to talking about some fish logs with the weekly pint? Yeah. Mm, yes. Nice. <laughs> fish logs. <laughs> There All might right. be another Fish Logs video coming, too, nice. in the near future. I'm excited. Uh, this is the Weekly Pint from January 1st, 2024. Happy New Year's. The title of this was, My Resolution is to Drink with You. And according to the sip count, did that happen? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there was at least a couple of sips with us. Yeah. I mean, I finished the can, so I had to drink something. That's true, but... I didn't During the episode, the show. No, right? That's that's right. That's 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 always the trick. How much do you actually get to drink during the weekly pint? <laughs> Not much. Not much at all is what. Trying to lead a solo yeah. show with us. Yep. Goons with us yahoos in the background, in the background just <laughs> saying all kinds of stuff. The episode started with chaos, as is as it should. I mean, chaos if there's not some chaos in the, the weekly pint. That, uh, you were like. 20 minutes late at no, the I, No, I was I was thinking he teased the, the graphic that he didn't mean to tease in the yeah. very beginning of the episode. But also the 20 minutes thing. But, you know, neither here nor there. Just either later on it's okay. time, basically. It's a point <laughs> I thought watching. I thought we were going to nail it. So we came hey. we came back home. So we were at my in-law's house mm-hmm. for New Year's. Came back home camping. on the first. Uh, not camping. Um, <laughs> although I, it would have been a great weekend for it. It would have. Um, we came home. We were, got home probably about 6 p.m. I'm like, this is going to be perfect. I'll have plenty of time to prep for the show and get everything set up and just, you know, hit hit go when, when yeah. 9.30 hits. Yeah. And uh, sure as shit, the youngest <laughs> fell asleep in the car, which, uh, is, which is fine. Yeah. But that means now he's sleeping at 6 p.m., which means he's, he's waking up uh-huh. at 9.30 p.m. <laughs> so right when we're getting ready to go, yeah. all hell breaks loose in the house. Um, and yeah, it was, uh, chaotic. Yeah. There were a ton of people in the chat that were very excited to see you drinking fish logs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know that I was one of them. Is that in the... Were they excited for me to be drinking a cider from Fruit Blood or was everybody just excited about the word fish logs? Fish logs. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I think. It's gotta be fish logs. I was excited for the fact that you liked it. However... If you buy fish logs in the Urban Artifact Tap Room, they have to ring it up separate because it's a Fruit Blood product. Fruit blood. Right. So you have, uh, to have two tabs basically. Well, I, so I, I went in and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have a couple drinks. Got got a couple drinks. Uh, closed out my tab, and then thought, oh crap, I need to buy uh, fish um, logs, yeah. I need to buy some fish logs. So I had to ring up some fish logs, and then right as I was ordering my fish logs, uh, producer Adam from uh, Bruce Guys came in. I'm like, oh, shit, I got to have a beer with Adam. I need to open up another tab. I ended up with three tabs <laughs> somehow oh at God. Urban Artifacts. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, you tried to describe the separation or maybe lack thereof between Urban Artifact and Fruit Blood. There's, there's they're, definitely, they're definitely separate. a separation. Right. right, but there are but still blurry. some. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Josh uh, Elliott, who is the uh, head 
um, fish logger at, uh, at Fruit Blood. Fish logger. He could, <laughs> I don't know about that. As one. he's making his fish logs, he could throw an apple and hit an urban artifact uh, employee. He's probably done so once or twice. I'm so. sure. Well, he, he's like, well, they're brewing bushel over there. I'm just going to try to mm-hmm. toss Ping. one of these. Exactly. Yep. Hit him, hit him. Exactly. You know, like when you hit. You know, Very a little, nice. A little. Doink. Very nice. We had our first official The Best Things I Drank segment mm-hmm. and the graphic, which, you know, again, the graphic was a, music, a little musical bit earlier, but in the next couple weeks. Absolutely fantastic. I have something written here on the side, and I don't remember what that was. Are you so you were talking about reading books on loggers? Oh yes. Are you an ebook person or a real book person? Uh, both. both. This okay. this book is a real book. Okay. Uh, ebooks are real books too. But the, Thank you. You're not you're not I, wrong. You're not wrong. I there's agree. just something about holding like an actual. I, my problem book, is that but, my but problem totally is that the note taking. Uh, so I'm I, and I know that this is going to be a heated discussion between other readers within the uh, audience here, but. Um, I write in my margins a lot. Like I'm scribbling all over my books. I'm highlighting stuff. I'm um, circling things. Do you dog ear your pages? I, yes, I, I do. Everything. I beat your, the your shit books, out of my your books. Your books have life. Yeah, absolutely. You can't absolutely. do that in ebook in the same way. I can't get true. as good of notes in my ebooks. That's fair. So I don't that love them. Sense. However, there are some books that I love just for a reference standpoint to always have mm. on me. Yeah, no, I don't I don't fault either way. My preference is like the actual book, but ebooks absolutely have a place. So yeah. I do not fault anyone for that. Just one of those as you were saying, you know, I'm reading all these books and I have books over here and books over here. The question was, huh, I wonder if there's a preferred uh, definitely you know, re- definitely yeah. real books. So books on books on books. I I love that. Uh, That's great. Uh, What I would say is to just put in my, just pin the tail on the donkey. Just just to, 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 give me cockle shells. Maybe. I just learned what they were tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I struggle. It's big when Marco rolls his eyes. (laughs) Come on guys. I struggle at, at actually finishing any book mm-hmm. even that I'm interested in uh, from like a, a hard copy or even a, a soft book mm-hmm. uh, right. perspective uh, ebook or, or uh, I'm sorry audiobook I can pr- I, I get into and I'll finish it and I have uh, read some read from an audiobook some great books right. and uh they have been fantastic audiobooks i still can't it's int- i've never into. i've never finished an audio like i love podcasts but yeah. for some reason audiobooks it's something different and oh, plus when i see they're like I, oh this audiobook is six hours long now i might spend 20 hours if i just oh, read it but i'm like i, I see them i go it, i honestly no. i wish i could send you a couple of them uh, and, and maybe I'll just send you uh, just send me the uh, name and I'll buy the book and I'll read it. There yeah. we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah that's what I'm saying. Maybe I'll, I'll just do that. Do that. I'll, I'll add it to my stack, which I should count at the start of the year just to see how many books I have to be read that are sitting in my office. Uh, since he broadcast, you gave a couple bits of like news updates, things to come. Multiple episodes are scheduled. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Looking forward to seeing. Seeing and hearing those when they come out, I do like to check out both the podcast and if there's also a video, do both and just kind of see what do I pick up on in one that I might not have picked up on 
just listening or viewing or whatever in one format. The, so Cincy Brewcast will always probably, it's, it's audio first, so mm-hmm. it always will be. The video will exist for people that like to consume to the content that, that okay. way. However, Drinking with the Gnome, as you'll start to see this year, it will be, there, there will be different content video versus audio. It'll, it'll vary okay. a little bit. Okay, it'll so Drinking th- with the Gnome is going to be more... You you might get some episodes that are video only that no, don't make no, it to no, the no. podcatcher. Okay, Each okay. episode will exist in both mediums oh, and gotcha. be slightly different in both mediums. Gotcha. Okay, okay, I see what you're saying. Well, that sounds awesome. And then more vlogs, more of just yeah, hopefully the life of the gnome, which I always you'll find see, fantastic. You'll see a lot more stuff that is more like this uh, this barley wine episode where it's just me behind the bar drinking something talking about that thing that'll be the majority of the videos that come out this year but fantastic uh, there'll be more vlogs cannot wait um, you started a Facebook group for beer content creators mm-hmm. uh, anything from creating podcasts to yeah, posting anything. pictures of beer on Instagram anything that is content out there that is based around craft beer Love I think it. it's phenomenal Thank it's you, already no. that's and we're gonna keep building uh, this it's already community. very engaging and awesome. I just hope it stays awesome that way. idea yeah. Yeah. thank you Noom of course absolutely fantastic so look that up if you are any kind of content creator again even if all even if you think I don't do anything other than post pictures of my beer that's it's content yep. you're putting and, something out there and invite invite your other content creating beer fans that yes, you know yes yes let's grow the community uh, first merch drop of 2024 is coming soon coming ish yes I'm gonna throw that ish in there ish. because It'll be this as we month. know chaos awesome um, kind of all that we had for or all the notes that I had Marco did you have anything else or no was there anything that you wanted to talk about last night that I don't think you didn't so. get to I should start okay. making that note here's the things I should have talked about that I didn't no. yeah yeah I mean, no. if you if there were show notes for the weekly was that Leon? You could just refer. No, it, was Leon. <laughs> it was Leon. Leon, get out of here. <laughs> no. All right, the sip count for the fish logs episode of the weekly pint. Yeah. Marco, any guesses? Uh, four. four? That's okay. where I was no. leaning in my head. I'll go optimistic and say five. And again, this is another one that I watched live and was counting live. And then I rewatched. We on all you- were there on YouTube today. So we, you got two views out of me because two different platforms. I we were that present. There we were. One. You took what? One. I what? watched. <laughs> what? 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 You took. That's great. One drink. One decent sized drink of fish logs. Oh. <laughs> but you know what? I bet that that one sip tasted damn. It was great. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I love it. I always feel so bad that you don't actually get to drink on your show about it's hard. drinking no, with them. But I, but I get something it. Something that nobody that like doesn't do a podcast will ever appreciate. Like, I mean, I'm a slow drinker anyway, but it is it is hard for me to get through even yeah, but at a least, glass of something at, here. At least, but, like, anytime least somebody's talking, right. you can drink. Man, exactly. it's, it's tough. Just try to work on getting the drunk line back up, and that yeah. way Marco can call in oh, and I give would. you like a yeah. twenty-minute no, dissertation uh, on you, something. What yeah. You, yeah. Could, you could do yeah. a spreadsheet of like episodes where somebody calls in on the drunk line, and it's Marco. How I, many sips I get on those episodes versus yes. ones where somebody doesn't? Absolutely, it's, it is but, vastly different. Absolutely. But what you missed is my mom was in town watching That's fine. live, That's fine. and I would have called in. Put your mom and on. I would have gone <laughs> yes. up to my bedroom and called in and said, my mom, oh, mijito, I heard you. I heard you. I saw the you on the. I saw you on the thing. Well, I think when the drunk line returns, 
Uh, you'll be able to call in, but it will primarily be people to be able to video call in. Okay. So they, you will oh, see people fire. as they call I in. Primarily. Mm. Primarily. Again, huh? we're drinking together. It's a happy true. hour. This is, this you, is you should true. be able to yeah. see the people you're That's drinking fine. with. This is I, very it's coming. I, I, I understand that. There's, there's, there will also be music to the best things that I've drank this week. Nice. Uh, there will also hopefully be kind of going back to that sip count. Uh, there will also be music that I can hit while I'm taking a drink so that it's not and dead air. a little air. counter on the screen yeah, just, and it'll just like ding, ding. <laughs> no, maybe not that, but okay. just, just uh, you know. Clicker. <laughs> hang well, on, the awesome. gnome's drinking a beer. Something like that. Oh, I like <laughs> that. Because I can't, be, right. I can't drink and hear the dead so, silence in my head. So it won't be uh, back that ass up. Nope, probably not. Probably nope. not. No. Can't afford to pay that. Well, that's all that I have. For today, um, we thought this was going to be a shorter episode, but without Sorry. cutting out anything, we're at an hour and thirty-seven minutes. So business as usual. I blame cockle shells. And then absolutely, for Patreon, and, and I'm going to uh, wrap back that ass up. If you like what we've done tonight, tell a friend, tell a family member, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell tell your pets. I don't, I don't know. Just tell people, like, rate, share, subscribe, review. We are on social media at TruthBeerPod everywhere. Send us an email with, your putty cat. with anything. TruthBeerPod at gmail.com. Go to our website, TruthBeerPod.com, for information on absolutely everything that is us, including how to become a Patreon subscriber and a link to our sister podcast, Cincy Beer Events, where Marco and I tell you all about the upcoming beer events happening in and around the greater Cincinnati area. With that being said, Marco, Gnome, Hey, Happy New Year. Thank you for being happy here. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. And what are you guys going to be doing next Tuesday? Let's do this. Cheers, we'll do this. everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Have a good one. Happy New Year.